Hello and welcome to Offbeat Grad. It's Thursday. We're being productive. We're going to talk about Pinterest again and welcome back. So I'm recording this on Monday. I don't know why I always start by telling you like unnecessary info about my life, but I feel like this is my sort of closest thing I have to like an online diary, which is sad because this is supposed to be professional. But you know, I don't I don't know. It's just, just no. So yeah, so I'm about to watch The Bachelorette by myself, which is sad. But um, The Bachelorette and The Bachelor are sort of my guilty pleasure television. No, it's not. Like, I watch way worse stuff than that. Like, I wish that was the worst thing I watch, but uh, you know me. You put me in front of, like, some garbage TV and I'm all in. Like, sign me up. No questions asked. I'm here for it. I think reality TV is the best thing that's ever happened to us. I, I find a lot of value in it. I don't know. As someone who um, has a hard time sitting through, like, the structure of a normal TV show because I just can't. I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't. Um, I really appreciate reality TV because it is so light to watch, which will tie into next week's episode, which is going to be all about mental health because, if you don't know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and your girl has a lot of mental health issues, so I love to talk about them whenever I can. And this week will not be about mental health. It's actually going to be about Pinterest yet again. And I wasn't going to do another Pinterest episode. Like, I wasn't planning this. Because, you know, your girl also doesn't ever plan. But I was on Mediavine has, like, a Facebook group this morning. This morning. They only have it in the mornings. No, (laughs) they have a Facebook group. And I was scrolling through it this morning because there's some good insight in there. Like, I feel like the loser in that group because all of the other bloggers in there are, like, they have these major, huge blogs that get, like, 500,000 impressions and stuff like that, and they're, like, rolling in the dough, and I'm over here with, like, very modest numbers and being like, hooray, I reached, like, 50k this month, like, we're living, but they're, like, so beyond this that it's just, it's hard to comprehend, but anyway, I like to lurk on those um, forums because they post, like, really intense questions, And these top bloggers will just, like, go into extreme detail with all of their insights. And I'm always just like, whoa, where were you when I had this question? Um, So they actually posted something about Pinterest that I thought was very relevant. So I thought I would go into depth about what was discussed. Because unless you're in Mediavine, you probably don't have access to that. And if you don't know what Mediavine is, it's like an ad network. Similar to, like, Google AdSense, but, like, a 100 times better. Um, it's just basically an ad network. So if you visit samanthability.com, you'll notice I have ads. I'm a sellout. Um, I love ads on websites if they're done well um, and with purpose. And I like Mediavine because it's very human and they have a great support team and it's not too hard to get in. I think the first requirement you need is 25,000 page views or maybe visits, one of those. And then you're in and you have a lot of support tools and you have access to this great community and some extra income. So I support Mediavine. Um, not trying to start a discussion about ads here. What I am trying to talk about is Pinterest. So first of all, I got to shamelessly plug my course yet again. It's called No Nonsense Pinterest. And we talked about it last time, but I'm going to talk about it again. 
And basically, it's me showing you how I use Pinterest to drive so much traffic to my blog and how Pinterest is just a really great tool. And I got tired of like the lack of clear information about Pinterest out in the wild. So I decided to just make this cool course and I just spell it out for you. So there's no more questions. You, you should come away very clear with like your next steps. I have things like a schedule so that you can map out your pins and know when to pin. And I've got some guides for like what you need to do when you're creating pins, how many pins you need to create for each blog post, what you need to look for when you're making them, like so they actually do well, um, how to find group boards, how to find Tailwind Tribes, how to use Tailwind Tribes, how to automatically schedule your posts so that you don't have to worry about constantly sitting around pinning all day because you have an actual life. Basically, it's just a really high value course and I'm really proud of it, so... Thank you to everyone who um, told me that they got it last week. I'm really so grateful that anyone cares about it at all, but I'm really, really happy that other people are enjoying it and finding it valuable. So if you didn't jump on the bandwagon and you would like to, then you can use the code OFFBEATGRAD at checkout, no spaces, and you will get 50% off. So it's $40, which is pretty affordable. If you've seen how expensive online courses would be, you'd be like, this girl is giving it away for a bargain. So if you're a bargain shopper, you want to try it, go ahead and try it. If you hate it, it's cool. Like, let me know. You'll get your money back. It's going to be okay. Um, but I'm really proud of that course, so I'm highly recommending you check it out if you think you might be interested in some really straightforward um, advice and strategies for Pinterest that like actually work. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. I'm a vegetarian, so we're just going to get into the potatoes, but we're going to talk about Pinterest in 2019. So last time we talked about mistakes you're making on Pinterest, all of those still apply, but someone posted on this media buying board, which I hope no one's like creeping from that. And they'll be like, what the heck is wrong with y'all? You are stealing my content. But anyway, um, someone named Rachel asked, um, for those of you who have seen a big drop in traffic from Pinterest lately, what actions or steps are you taking right now? Are you focusing on different platforms, moving entirely to SAO? I would love to hear. So this like was triggering to me because just like last week, I usually have over 1.3 million impressions on Pinterest from SamanthaBility, and it's been pretty consistent at that for a while, um, but it dropped, like, um, 200,000, I was down to, like, 800,000, and obviously that's still good, I'm not, like, out here trying to tell you that's bad. I'm saying it dropped substantially, and it also dropped on my Disney blog, which has been around 500,000 impressions, which is pretty good, because we started at zero, like, pretty recently, and it dropped as well, and I was like, what's the deal? So... Hearing that I wasn't the only one and this was like a common thing really got me thinking. And so what is it about Pinterest that like is causing this shift? And I've been noticing this for a little while. Um, the things that I used to do when I first started Pinterest are no longer really working. And I think that's just the nature of any kind of social media platform. Like we know this happens on Instagram constantly and it happens on <laughs> Google with um, SEO constantly. So are we surprised? No. But Pinterest seems to be one of those platforms you can count on to not change as frequently. So I definitely get why a lot of people are being thrown for a loop here, and I'm with them. So I started a few different things that have worked for me really well, and now we're back to like a, a more steady... We're not quite back to a million, but I've gone up like 100,000 impressions in like a week, so we're good with that. She's happy with that, so we're, we're going to get there. Um, but I wanted to talk about what they had to say about it and then also what I have to say about it because I think some of it can be a little surprising. 
No one has a clear answer, first of all, for why things are changing on Pinterest. They're very secretive with what their algorithm is or like what they prefer in content. Like they, of course, have a best practices guide, but it doesn't mean that's 100% what you're going to find success doing. So you never really know. But I thought this was a really interesting discussion and I would like to share it. So we're going to do that. So the top comment here is no surprise to me, but I'm surprised someone spelled it out in this way because I've been doing this. This was my top strategy and I could not stress this more, but it's going to sound alarming when you hear it. So just like if you're not sitting, take a seat. (laughs) If you're driving, now's the time to pull over. You gotta stop somewhere for this. Um, um, A woman named Allie says, I'm creating new pins for my top post every five days. It's a pain, but it's working and my traffic has gone up. Okay, (laughs) like three people under this were like, I'm doing the exact same thing. And it's, I'm starting to wonder like, at what point do I stop doing this? How many posts can one, how many pins can one post have? Like, will I be doing this forever? And then other people were just like asking questions about it. Um... Yeah, so that's wild. I know we're all confused. Like, do you really need to make a new pin, like, every five days and, like, have it uploaded to Pinterest? And then some other people started posting some similar stuff. Um, Basically, that Pinterest is no longer really reciprocating the love for some of the older pins. And this is true because I have been coasting, coasting along with my Samantha Ability account with some of my oldest pins that just like went viral uh, years ago and they're still like very relevant on group boards. They're still very relevant in some of the top keyword searches and that's so true. But recently, I don't think they've been given as much weight and they're just sort of losing their traction and Pinterest is really, really hungry for fresh content. Like as much as it sucks to, to be like, wow, I really need to start making some new pins for these old posts. I think that's really the next step here, and it sucks. (laughs) No one wants to do that, Um, but sometimes it's really good. So what I would like to add to this is you don't need to make a new pin for all of your posts. Like, let's be honest, no one has time for that. I have hundreds of posts. I'm not going to do this, but... What you can do is you can see what pins have performed really well in the past, which posts have really resonated with your audience in the past. Maybe they're not doing as well on Pinterest now. Maybe you think they could do better. It's time to make a new pin. Um, Some easy ways to do this are to make some pin templates. Just make a few. I have like three. I save them in Photoshop so they're easy to edit, but you can do this on Canva too. And basically you just save them and you plug in some new images and you, you dish them out like that. Is it pretty? No. Well, it should be pretty, actually. But is it like a glamorous process that involves a lot of creativity and strategic planning? No. And that's okay. So as long as you're creating new content for your old posts, which sounds like a lot of work because it is. It is a lot of work. um, I think you'll be able to beat that little algorithm shift where I don't think Pinterest is really loving the old pins. I think it's time to refresh your pins. If you've had pins that are three years old, two years old, a few months old, and they just aren't performing anymore, make new ones. It's that simple. It really sucks sometimes to be like, I have to scrap these. I'm not telling you to go delete your old ones or overhaul your website. I'm telling you maybe once a week, maybe every other week, you create um, one or two pins for some of your best posts and you just release them into the wild. 
Um, a lot of people on here have said that they are not re-adding the new pins to their website, like to their blog post. They are just uploading them directly to Pinterest and then scheduling them through Tailwind, which is mostly what I do as well. Um, it's rare that I will go in and add one to a blog post because I think a lot less people today are actually scheduling things or pinning things directly from their browser. I just don't think that's as common. And then also, I think you don't really need to. Like, there's no real reason to add it to your website when you could easily just send it on its way on Pinterest just in a few clicks by uploading it directly to Pinterest and moving on your merry way. So I think that's fine. Um... As for the question of whether or not we're going to do this ever, I don't think, I just don't think it, there's any other way. Like, if you think about other social media platforms or other, even just your your search engines, like, search engines love fresh content. So you're constantly needing to post new content, either on social media or your blog, and that's sort of the same with Pinterest, and I think that's just a reality we have to come to terms with. But I think the sooner you create a strategy for just creating new fresh pins for your top posts, like the better off you'll be. So I would start small. I definitely wouldn't go crazy like sitting down and revamping everything, especially because you don't know what's going to work. I would encourage you to sit down and make one new pin for your best performing post ever and make it completely the opposite. So if you have like a red color scheme, usually go go for like, I don't know what the opposite of red is. Oh, that's going to be embarrassing. I don't know. Yellow, blue, something else. Just use something else. And then try different fonts. Try different images. Try stock images. Start, try no images. Try just text. Try colors. Try patterns. I don't know. Try your picture of your dog. Whatever. Just try something new. See what happens because sometimes you'll be so surprised. And why not just send some fresh content into the void that is Pinterest and just see what happens. So I thought that was a really interesting take. And... It's just, it's just their new normal, I think. Um, a lot of other people commented that now they're starting by creating, like, several Pinterest images when they release each post, which is something I already do. Um, I would recommend you do it too, um, but I understand why that's a lot of hassle, so it's totally annoying. Someone else even commented that the reason we're experiencing a drop right now might be due to the weather getting warmer, and I think that is always true to some extent, because usually your blog traffic really is tied to the seasons, as weird as that is. Um, like, for me, when I used to have a college blog, when I did back to school, that was my biggest time. Like, I would get so much traffic at the end of the summer because it was the back to school season. And then it would all drop off, like, once the semester started. And it just makes sense because, like, my audience was students. They were studying in the fall and the spring. So, like, of course, they weren't very active online, at least not in the way that they used to be. So that's just a normal part of it. And I think that is true for the warmer weather, but I think... I think it's more extreme this year if I'm if I'm going to be honest. So it's true. I just don't think it's 100% can be attributed to that alone. But it's totally something interesting to keep in mind, um, especially just as the seasons change in general. Someone else commented that they often change the color, even just one color. Someone said that they even just post um, the same pin, but they'll repost it physically instead of just repitting something from their own board or a different board. They will physically re-upload it, which I think is an interesting idea. I could see how that would work. Um, I don't think that's against Pinterest terms and services, but it definitely could be. But I think as long as you were spacing it out by several weeks or months, I don't see why that would be an issue. So that's something I might try. 
um, to avoid having to constantly make new things. But I do think it's good to always have a variety of different pins for the same post because it just gives you so much more content to work with, which is always good. And that's that. So um, another girl... She says she just started with Pinterest, but she's having a lot of success and she's getting like over 2,000 monthly views just by pinning throughout the day and using the app, pinning new content frequently, using tribes, networking, and posting others' content, and then working on pins when they don't do well. Um, she also says that she really focuses on creating content that is seasonally relevant. So, for instance, right now is graduation season, so she's creating graduation-themed items, pins, contents, whatever, and that that's really working for her because she's giving the audience what they want. I think that's a really good perspective, very true. Um, I do think it's interesting, the concept of pinning throughout the day. I especially love using the app. I have started experimenting with physically pinning on the app throughout the day. I have noticed that Pinterest seems to reward people who are more active physically pinning instead of just relying on an automated tool like Tailwind, but at the same time, it's like hard to to do that because I have other things to do but sometimes thinking about it as like every time I have a spare minute or if I'm just like sitting on the couch watching The Bachelorette yes I could definitely handle scrolling through Pinterest and pinning a few things without that being a big inconvenience to me so I think that is a great way to look into it and that's that and then finally, a few people commented about how they've been having issues with Pinterest just as it functions, which I personally have noticed. My account recently got reset because someone was like trying to log in somewhere else or I don't know, became an issue. So I definitely have this issue on my own with Pinterest not always performing great. And also Pinterest recently released itself as like a stock option. It has like initial price offering and IPO. And people can now buy stock in Pinterest, which makes it a public company, which is just confusing because I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It could go either way. In general, it just is a good reminder that you shouldn't ever put all of your eggs in one basket. And I say this as someone who's trying to sell you a course on Pinterest. Like, I love Pinterest and I think it's a fabulous tool. But at the same time, it shouldn't be your only tool. And that's my, my overall reminder is that while Pinterest is great focus on other things as well. Don't put all of your eggs in one basket because we could wake up one day and Pinterest is gone or the algorithm could change again just as it does on every platform and you'll need to relearn some things and that has a learning curve. So if you want to defeat the learning curve, you can take my course, use promo code OFFBEGRAD. But otherwise, I think you should just listen to some of the advice some of these ladies had about creating new pins, creating fresh content, being seasonally relevant, and just learning to make the most of it as you go because it's never going to work 100% the same next month as it does this month and that's the nature of the internet and it's frustrating and it's the reality. So that was depressing and that's how we're going to end the podcast because if I do anything, it's depressed people. So great. Um, yeah, I just thought that was a really interesting conversation, especially the idea of constantly creating new pins for your best content, like on a weekly basis. That was something that I had been trying myself and I saw working really well, but also sort of was afraid to put words to because it's sort of it's weird to admit, like I have to create a new pin every week for my old content and that's what's working for me. But like at the same time, it feels weird to just admit that because 
I don't know. I don't see people talking about these new ways of really beating the system, quote unquote, on Pinterest. And it can sound a little spammy if you're like, yeah, I'm constantly refreshing this pin. Like, it just sounds like a lot of work because it is. And most of internet marketing is a lot of work. And once again, we've circled back to the depressing realities of the week. So on that note, I'm going to go get make some dinner so I can go watch The Bachelorette and pin for my phone because I am a slave to Pinterest and it's just my life now. So thank you for listening. I hope you have a super productive week. I will be back with a guest next week to talk about mental health. Again, my favorite. And I hope you are doing well. And that's it. So if you haven't followed me on Pinterest, you should. It's at SamanthaBility. I will follow you back because I love following people on Pinterest because your girl needs fresh content. So without further ado, goodbye.